Amen. Has he made you glad? Come on, show forth the praises. Come on, you show forth the praises of him who's called you out of darkness and brought you into marvelous light. Amen, amen, amen. He has made me glad. Praise God, praise God. Amen. With the smile on your face, testify to that tonight. Amen. Come on. If your neighbor didn't hear any words coming out of your mouth, would that testify to them that he has made you glad? Yes, he has. Amen. My soul shall make her boast of the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Amen. Amen. So good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. We are so glad to have Brother and Sister Rivera here with us. Amen. Longtime missionaries. Amen. And now they are in El Paso, Texas, pastoring, doing a work there. We're so delighted that they are here with us tonight. Amen. I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. And I pray that you have had a blessed, blessed day. Amen. Thank you to all of those that showed up to support our young people today. Amen. And help them raise some money. Amen. And we are delighted to be back into the house of God. I'm glad we have Sunday night church. Amen. Amen. If you would turn with me in your Bibles to Psalms chapter 34. Psalms chapter 34. And I'm just going to read one verse of scripture to get us started here tonight. Amen. Amen. Psalms 34 and 18 says, The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. And saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Tonight for just a little while I want to preach to you on the subject. Nigh is not enough. Nigh is not enough. Father we love you so much. We thank you for all that you have done. God we have felt your hand and your presence so near to us God. But yet there is still a hunger in our heart, God, and a desire for something far greater than we've ever known before. God, we felt that drawing in our service this morning, and it's here again tonight. God, that what you are trying to accomplish in this hour at our church, God, I pray that tonight, God, there would be a people that would respond, God, and that would respond to your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, and everybody said amen. You can be seated this evening. Now, I know tonight that to say Nigh is not enough would make me sound very ungrateful. But I pray that by the end of this message, you too would agree that nigh is not enough. To be nigh literally means to be near. The Lord is near them who are of a broken heart. No doubt in times of absolute heartbreak, we have felt a very present help in our time of trouble. We know that He is as close as the very mention of His name. There have been times where just knowing He is close enough 
has been good enough. Just knowing that He's near has has sustained us and has kept us. And knowing that we were in the presence of God helped soothe our souls and calmed our storms. It brought us a sense of security. Knowing He was near made me feel so very safe. I didn't stress too much about the storm because I knew that He was on board the ship. He is close enough to help me out when I need Him. But is it possible that He is not so close that He messes up my style and messes up my image that I am trying to uphold? And He's there if I need Him, but if I don't need Him, then He's far enough away nobody would see Him. He's like the man many years ago that the story said that he got the Holy Ghost and he went to his job and he lived his life there at his job. And every day he just went about his business and he came to the pastor and said, Pastor, you'll never believe it. I was so proud of myself. I was there all week long and nobody found out I was full of the Holy Ghost. He's within arm's reach. He's within my vocal range to a cry for help. So tonight I am so thankful for the nearness of God. I have had days where I felt like he was so far away. So those moments where I could feel him, those moments I could hear his voice and feel his touch, assured me that everything was going to be all right. So the nearness of God is a wonderful thing. The fact that God is nigh to you is a wonderful thing. And perhaps you have felt Him near you tonight. And you felt His presence here today. But even though we know He is omnipresent, we still sometimes feel like we are alone and isolated, abandoned and perhaps even left out. Feeling this way is what ultimately gets me to a place where I feel heartbroken. It is with this that I have heard so many quote the scripture from our text in Psalms where it says, The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. And it's that assurance that we feel like we need to hear. Brother buddy, God is near those with a broken heart. If you're going through something, God is near and God is close to you. And while I'm so thankful for this verse, and I am thankful for all that it has encouraged I am not content with that. I'm not satisfied with that because being near is not enough. Brother Long, you sound ungrateful. You can't say stuff like that. What would God think? What would God say about that? You want to know what God would say? God would say, nigh is not enough. For you see, God's intentions are not just to be near the brokenhearted, but He wants to do something about it. God's intentions is not for you to just come into His presence and sit on a pew and be entertained, but God's intentions is for you to come into His house and know that He is near and know that He can work all things for your good and He can pick you up out of the mess that you are in and He can turn your life around and He can heal that disease that's in your body. You can be content and complete with no 
knowing that he is nigh. But there ought to be something that stirs up in somebody that says, God, I'm glad you're here because I want you to work in my life. God, I'm glad you're near me tonight. Not just so I get goosebumps, not just so I get chills, but so that you can do a work in my life. You can have a broken heart and come into the house of God and be near Him and leave with a broken heart. You can come in with sickness and with disease and and be in the presence of God and leave with sickness and disease. Can anybody testify to that? You can come in angry and bitter and leave angry and bitter. Well, I was in the presence of God. I was near, I felt his presence, I felt his touch. That's why near is not enough. But God wants you to know tonight, I don't just desire you to be near me. I want to work in your life. I want to work in you and for you. And I want to work through you. For the psalmist would later write in Psalms 147 and 3, He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. So you see, God's not just saying, I'm near the brokenhearted. He said, I've come tonight to heal the brokenhearted. I'm not just content with you being in my presence. I want to work in your life. The issue that you came with tonight, the issues that you've been dragging around with you, I've come to work in your life tonight if you would let me I know you have a broken heart I know you feel good when I'm near but I want you to know Greater Life Church that is not enough as pastors been preaching you can profess it all day long but it's time somebody starts possessing it we can talk about it day after day we can stand there and look at that open door every day or we can say this is not enough being here at the door is not enough being nigh is not enough it's time that we let God do what he has come here to do he wants to perform He wants to heal. He wants to save. He wants to deliver. He wants to redeem. He wants to break the chains. He wants to move that addiction out of your life. He wants to put your marriage back together. He wants to see your kids back at an altar. He wants to see our babies filled with the Holy Ghost. He wants to see this baptistry troubled. He wants to see revival break out at Greater Life Church. So be content with nigh all you want to but there ought to be a holy hunger and a divine discontent that says God I'm so blessed I'm so full oh but I'm so hungry and I'm so desperate and I want more of you Jesus He doesn't just want to be near the drug addict. He wants to break every chain of addiction. You can come and you can be satisfied being in the shadow of the Almighty. Or you can say, what else would you like to do in my life today, God? God, I I love being in the shadow of your wings. 
But I love it when you get your hand on me. And I love it when you begin to touch my life. And I love it when you begin to work. And I love it when everything goes the way that you want it to. And it's out of my control. And out of my hands. And I don't see it and I don't know what's happening. But when I open my eyes, all the pieces are there. And somehow, some way, you made it all possible. Being near God, no doubt, is better than being far from Him. Just one day in His courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. But when God wants to save me, when God wants to work in me and deliver me, when He wants to restore me, and I am content just being near Him, I am missing out on so much that God has to offer. Because you can be near God and not even know that He is there. Jacob wrestled with the angel. The Bible says in Genesis, and he dreamed and behold a ladder set up and he's wrestling there with the angels. And verse 15 said, and behold, I am with thee and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest. And will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee. Pause. This is God saying, I'm near. I'm near. I'm I'm working. I'm doing some things in your life. But he goes on to say, until I have done that which I have spoken of to thee. I'm not just content being near you, Jacob. I'm not content just being in your presence. But I want to keep my word until I have done what I said I would do. I'm not content playing patty cake. I've come to tell you, Jacob, I know that you know that I'm near you and I've been with you. But I want you to know I'm going to keep moving until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep and he said, surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. You can be near him enough to talk with him and still leave empty. Mark chapter 10 says, there was a man that came running and kneeled to him and he came near to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Thou knowest the commandments. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. Then Jesus beholding him loved him. What an opportunity. Having a conversation with Jesus about salvation. And he's looking at you. And he's loving you like only he can. Loving him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way. Sell whatsoever thou hast and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come take up the cross and follow me. And he was sad at the saying and went away grieved for he had Great possessions. In the presence of the one who could save his soul. In the presence of the one who could make it all right. 
having communion and talking to him and talking to him about salvation nonetheless and what it was going to take to be saved. And he was near him, but being near him and talking to him was not enough. What a tragedy to be so close to Jesus, yet so far away from salvation because there's this one thing that I lack. There's this one thing that's keeping me from being near you to being all about you. There's this one thing that's keeping me at bay. I'm near you and I'm close and we're talking. But if I could lay down this one thing, I wouldn't have to just be near you for a moment. But I could be with you for eternity. The Lord said, this people draw near me. They get close with their mouth. And with their lips they do honor me. But have removed their heart far from me. The five foolish virgins were right there with the five wise. They were at the right place. They were near and they were close, but they lacked oil. There was something missing from their life, even though they were so close to that door. What a tragedy if the woman with the issue of blood had come there that day and said, if I could just see Jesus, if I could just see him in the crowd, then I'll be content because I had a a little feeling and, and a notion that that maybe someday my life might turn around. What if she had been in the crowd that day and said, oh, there he is. Oh, look at him. Oh, he's he's touching this one and he's touching that one. And oh, I feel so much better now. I had goosebumps. I felt his presence and I, I felt I was in his shadow and there was something that moved and stirred inside of me. But no, she was not content with just being nigh. She wasn't content just knowing that he was somewhere in the area. She said, if I may but touch him if I can do something crazy out of character off the wall and push through the crowd and the multitude to get to where he is oh come on woman just be content just say don't trouble the master don't get in his way don't bother him he's right there that's good enough you don't have to go to the altar you don't have to get crazy and worship like that you don't have to pray like that maybe I don't but if this is the opportunity of a lifetime then I'm going to take it I'm not content just being near him I want to touch him and I want him to touch me how many times do we come into the house of God oh there he is There he is. Oh, it feels so good. Oh, the presence of God feels so good. I'm looking for somebody that wants more than just the presence of God. But they want it to just get all over them. They want it to touch them from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. They're not interested just being one in the crowd. But they're interested in getting to Jesus. Whatever it takes. Whatever I've got to do, I want to be touched by Him. I've already wasted too much time and too much effort trying other things. 
but I'm not interested in just being near him. He said, because he was anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. He was sent not to just be near. He said, but he was sent to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. He was come to set at liberty them that were bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. You can draw near him with no intentions of things going deeper, but your drawing near to him is the open door that he needs to come to your house. For James said, draw nigh unto God and he will draw nigh unto you but that's just the beginning that's just the start for Zacchaeus he began to draw near to God because he wanted to see Jesus and so he positioned himself into a place where he could draw nigh unto him where he could get to a place where he could see Jesus and be in the presence of Jesus and Jesus was walking by that day and said Come on, Zacchaeus. You've met me halfway. You begin to draw nigh unto me. Now I'm going to draw nigh unto you. Because Zacchaeus, it's not enough for you to just see me. It's not enough for you to just be in my presence. I want to be more personal than that. I want to do something greater in your life than just walk by. I want to do something for you, Greater Life Church, that's greater than just walking down an aisle and you feel something move past you. But God is wanting to touch you right where you are and say, don't be content. Nigh is not enough, Zacchaeus, because today, this day, I'm coming to your house and salvation is coming to you and to your family. Oh, Zacchaeus, because you begin to draw nigh, I begin to draw nigh unto you. And now I want you to know, nigh is not enough. Remember a moment ago, Jesus said he came to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. That was his words. This is what I've come to do. I've come to make this a possibility for somebody. Mark chapter 8 says, when they arrived at Bethesda, Some people brought a blind man to Jesus just to be near him. Just, just, just come to church with me. Just, just come be in, in the presence of God. Just come be content sitting on a pew somewhere and that just, just, that's good enough. Oh no. They came and the Bible says, and they begged him to touch the man and heal him. Lord, I'm so, I'm so thankful that you're near. I'm so thankful that you've come this way and that we even have this opportunity and we feel that way sometimes. We feel so overwhelmed by the presence of God as we did this morning where we can't help but say thank you Jesus. Thank you for the blood applied. Thank you for all you've done. And and we don't negate that tonight and say that that's not necessary or important. But these men understood something. What a shame it would be if we brought our blind friend to a 
man that said he came to open blinded eyes and we did not give him the opportunity. What a shame it would be for God to say, I heal broken hearts and for me to sit there and hold on and clench to my broken heart, refusing to let God do what he came to do. And so these men said, I'm so glad you're near. I'm so glad you're close. But I beg you, would you heal our friend? I beg you, would you work in his life? I beg you, would you work in him? And Jesus took the blind man and he ministered to him and he said, can you see anything now? And the man looked around and said, yes, I I see people. However, I can't see them very clearly. They look like trees walking around. Close. Near. I'm almost there. But not what I expected. He could have settled right then and there for close enough. He could have settled right then and there and said, well, this is nigh. This is close to what I'm trying to do. He said, I see, but it's not what I expected. And it's with this that Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes again. And his eyes were opened. And his sight was completely restored. And he could see everything clearly. But you see, some of us have been too content with close enough for far too long. We've been content with just a little touch and just a little moment of grace and mercy that we felt like was enough to carry us. But I'm so thankful that there are still some people that said, Oh God, thank you for what you've done. Thank you for being here and and moving in this place tonight. But I want something more. I see a little better now that we've worshipped. And I see a little bit better now that I've listened to some preaching. But God, before I leave this place tonight, I want to see clearly. God, I want to see everything that you've got for my life. God, I'm not going to settle with close. I'm not going to be content and miss out on my moment my marriage has been good enough my expectations on the job have been near enough my breakthrough at church has been close enough listen I don't want to get to the end and here you were so close to your breakthrough you were so close to getting everything you ever dreamed of you were so close to eternity but all this while you were content just being near you were near the finish line You were near the anointing. You were near that breakthrough. You were so close to making it, but near is not enough. Close means a short distance away. Near means a short distance away. Nigh means a short distance away. Nigh may cut it for you. But nigh is not enough for me anymore. Nigh cannot be the status quo any longer. 
nigh cannot be something that we are content with when we have felt God drawing us and stirring us and calling us to a deeper place. Nigh is not something that needs to be in our mind when we come into the house of God. But there ought to be a hunger inside of us that says, I want more than that. God, I want whatever you have in store. God, I want you to work in my life. I want you to restore me. I want you to give me joy again and peace again. I want to run again. I want to leap again. I want to shout again. Oh God, I want to see revival again. God, I want to see breakthrough in my life again. I want to see my children touched, oh God. Lord, I'm not content with teaching these babies in a Sunday school class a cute little lesson and sending them home with papers. God, I want them to come into our classroom and I want them to feel the presence of God and I want them to begin to respond to that presence and I want them to receive the Holy Ghost sitting right there at their desk as tears fall down their eyes. God, I want somebody to pull in the parking lot and run in and grab the first greeter that's there and say, will you pray for me? I need a touch from God. I'm not just here to be close to Him. I want a touch from Him. I'm desperate for a miracle. I'm desperate for breakthrough. I'm desperate for God to do something in my life. Jacob had God in his grip as he wrestled. But even with him in his hands, he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. I'm not content just holding on to you. I'm not content being so near that I've got you in my grips. But I want a blessing. I want a breakthrough. I want a touch from you. And while I do not think there is anything wrong with us wanting to be near God, I think that is something we all desire and should. But I believe in us wanting to be close That the first glimpse of Him, at the first wave of glory we feel, at the first touch we feel, that we not become satisfied with His nearness. You just being near to Him does not give you VIP access to Him and VIP access to His blessings. For Ephesians 2 and 17 in the Passion Translation said, For the Messiah has come to preach this sweet message of peace to the ones who were distant and to the ones who are near. So just because you are near him does not mean you're the only one that gets this. He said it's for everybody. It's for everybody. Being near doesn't change my life. Being near doesn't remove the tumor. Being near doesn't change my attitude. Being near doesn't do anything for my broken heart. But he said, I've not only come to be near the broken hearted, but I've come to heal the broken hearted. I'm not here to just sit by you hurting soul. I've come to see you restored tonight. I've not come to 
just be near you young people. I've come to touch your life in a special way that you'd be forever sold out and committed and never turn around from this way again. I've come to tell you elder, don't be content in my presence because I'm not done touching you. I'm not done using you. I'm not done working in your life. If you would hunger and thirst for righteousness, I'm going to fill you if you're two, and I'm going to fill you if you're 92. All you've got to do is be hungry for it. All you've got to do is be desperate for it. And God said, I'm not just interested in being near you tonight. I want to heal you tonight. Let's stand all over this house tonight. Come on, we draw near every Sunday and every midweek. We feel Him when we pray. We sense His presence when it fills our home and when He begins to move in our service. We rejoice when we shed a few tears and speak in tongues for a few minutes. But can I be like the blind man that says, Yes, I can tell you're here. Yes, I know you've touched me. Yes, I know I should be shouting because I can see a little better than before. But God near is not enough. I am hungry for more. I've been living on good enough for far too long. I've been using my good enough prayer life to keep me this far. I've been fasting good enough, I suppose. I've been showing up enough, I suppose. But God, today, you desire for more to happen out of this service than I came expecting. You have come in saying, Lord, I just want to feel your presence. I just want to be close to you. I just want to feel you in this service. But God is saying, is that all? Is that all you really want tonight? It's just to know that I am here. Is that all you want tonight? Is just to know that you're near my presence. Or is there something you really need from me tonight? He Come on, you feel them right now, but is that enough for you? Or is there something you really, really, really need God to answer for you tonight? I know you're so thankful He's here. But if you left tonight, right now, would you feel discouraged because there was something else? He Come on, Zacchaeus. Get into the place right now. Come on, find a place at the altar. Find a place in your pew. Position yourself where you can draw nigh right now. And let him begin to draw nigh to you. Come on, be real with God right now. God, my heart. God, it's been broken for so long. God, my attitude stinks. God, my family's in a a mess. 
God, my finances are in utter chaos. Lord, you said you came to heal the brokenhearted. So, Lord, here's my broken heart. You said you come to set those in liberty that were captives. So, God, here are my chains. God, here I am, Lord, in your presence, needing a touch from you. Lord, I'm thankful that you're near. But God, if I left, if I left, God, not being healed, not being touched, not letting you work in my life tonight, God. Oh, Lord, I wouldn't be able to forgive myself for a missed opportunity. Oh, God, here I am, Lord. No one else. In this 